we have to address the elf in the room. I wonder what that is. I wonder. Did you know that my son Kitsune is the one that owns Cafe Kitsune? Oh, wait, hold up. Hari tu yang as for Harry, the big one. That one. Oh yeah, with the red tie. Yeah, yeah, that was also by Bahati. Scripted. Have you seen it? I have not seen it's it. It's a Netflix show starring Dian Sastrowadoyo. I've never bumped into a real assassin. <laughs> we gonna call it Vedemis because we ghetto. Queen behavior. Woman. Do you have a gentlewoman bag? I have a gentlewoman bag. Guilty. And I also have socks. I'm guilty. <laughs> I'm obsessed. It's like Lord, Lord Pure Heroin. Injected. Injected right now. HB1. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> HB1, HB2. It was like, oh, I eat it. And I posted it on my Instagram. And people like, ate it. I ate it. Action. Hi and welcome back to Tabby Talks With Amisha And Asad yep. Before we um, proceed to our actual episode We have to address the elf in the room I wonder what that is I wonder um, I feel like it's kind of obvious for our um, YouTube viewers That we are not in a room We are instead in Asad's car Yeah um, Due to the reason that the last episode we actually recorded in an auditorium. Yeah, and that's not available <laughs> to us anymore. So yeah. we decided to move to his car, where everything basically started for us. Yeah, we had SZA and fashion in this car. And we were like, "This is where." Yeah, it's this at. is our route. Also, we just don't have the budget. Yeah, so it'll be in our car for the moment. And yep. if we were to have our podcast guests, they will be sitting in this car. Yeah. Yeah. At the back with us Hopefully joining us Very soon <laughs> So we just want to Dive right into it <laughs> Let's start off with Our 2023 2023 Wrapped in fashion Yeah it's been A heck of a year In 2023 A lot happened Politically Economically And of course Fashionably yeah. So let's go down that Memory runway Memory runway Yeah I love that Little play On mm-hmm. the word I want to jump into The fashionization Of food um, what I mean by that is, do you know, you know how there's been a few um, retail establishments with that have cafes attached to it? The first example that comes to mind is Gentle Monster with New Dick. I only recently found out that New Dick is owned by Gentle Monster. Really? Yeah. Wait, what? Like, it's basically an artisanal cafe in Seoul. I know there's two locations, Gujong uh-huh. and Songsu. Which is dubbed as the Brooklyn of Seoul because of all the hipster cafes that's in, that's at that area. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. So at that location, there's a five-story Genmon, and there's also a floor for tambourines, which I also just found out is owned by Gentleman's as well. Wait. Serious. So they're in the kind of food industry, and then they're also kind of in the perfume industry. Exactly. They're both owned by Genmon. Wow. And the thing is, I first heard of New Dake. New Dake. I don't know how to pronounce Wait, it. Wait, how do we spell it though? N U D A K E. Okay, New Dake. New Dake. New Dake. New Dake. Uh, new Dake, guys. I, yeah, I tell from New Jeans. They collabed with New Dake for their first EP, I think. They had like, uh, they each had their own rabbit cakes. You know how their mascot is a Oh, yeah. Rabbit? They really um, exhausted that rabbit. For the first five singles, yeah, I think they're still. I think they're still using it. Really? Yeah, minus get up. When with the collab. Okay, with um, Girls. hyper hype boy. 
It's OMG Dito Zero Zero And All the remixes And all the remixes in between But now they're using Powerpuff Girls Yes Yeah So the New Dicks Like desserts Itself is on the pricier range But I know they're It's more It's more exotic They're more experimental With the flavors And stuff like that Another one to point out Is Ralph's by Ralph's Coffee by Ralph Lauren I had no idea It was Under Ralph Lauren Until I Wait Ralph Lauren Ralph Lauren Left Ralph Lauren That brand Yes Oh I only knew When I reached The building In 5th Avenue With my friend Because she was the one In New York Yeah She was the one That wanted to go And I said Okay let's go when we reached there, I was like, oh, it's rough. It's under Ralph Lauren. And it was so cool because I saw the bear and the theme is green and everything. And the coffee is great. The coffee is great. Okay, but... Have you tried? I, I I don't even know that they had a... There's one here in Pavilion, recently opened. Pavilion Bukit Bintang or... Yeah, Pavi BB. Right as you open, uh, as you enter the main entrance, you can see it. I think it's in the atrium. Is it near like Dome, Coffee Bean or... No, it's on, on another floor. Oh, okay, okay. Sit up. It's okay, really what's good. like the price range though? The price range, if I'm not mistaken, is 14 to 20. Okay, so a typical like KL cafe price. Yeah. Okay. It's great though. And I got my mom and dad to try it and they were like, oh, this is dis- delicious. So your mom and dad paid it. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, this is delicious. I'm gonna come again. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, uh, we were also talking about Jap- Jack-, Jack-, Jack Moose, right, the other day. Oh, yeah, we did. We did, yeah. With, um, they have a cafe in Seoul. They have, yeah. My f- earliest example that I can think of is Cafe Kitsune. Did you know that my son Kitsune is the one that owns Cafe Kitsune? Oh, wait, hold up. Yeah. I thought, like, an amazing Kitsune, the, bra- the clothing brand. The no, I thought. Brand, uh. No, because I knew there was one open in TRX, mm. but I thought it was just, oh, it's a another cafe. cafe. Yeah. No, it's under my son Kitsune. Which is so cool And and now we have it here I haven't tried it Have you tried it? I haven't tried it yet no, I mean TRX is, has been full yeah. Ever since it opened So I'll probably I'm, come back In a few more months Yeah We'll give it a few more months Because right now It's way too packed yeah. But I, I, I do understand The concept of like You know Fashionization of food uh, I feel like it really adds To the experience You know I feel like when it comes to fashion Or even high fashion It's like you know the experience of wearing it, and I feel like when you do, when you add all these other elements, like Gentle Monster, you know, because yeah. one of their unique selling points were, you know, their experience of wearing or going through the store. Yeah. So having the taste, hearing, smelling, and touching and feeling it, it really does add up to the experience of it. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. I I want to see more of. I would love to see um, brands here do the same concept. Mm-hmm. I. I don't know if there is any right now. Do you know? Uh, What's I'm not quite sure, but I do. No, I don't know. Right? I think if yeah, I want to see a local brand do the same thing. Yeah. Like open a cafe next to their store. What about pop culture though? Like in 2023, my brands, movies, fashion shows. Well, not really like a pop culture moment, but like a fashion moment that I um, really liked was Berhati uh, in Next in Vogue Singapore. So for people who don't know who is Bahati, it's a Malaysian brand founded in 2018. Yep. And they were viral for their oversized baju Melayu, which I might or might not get. I don't know. I'm I don't want to spoil it yet. For you. Thank you, thank you. And they've always been like a staple in KL fashion Betul. about pushing the boundaries of traditional culture wear. 
I mean they've gained so much media attention from that. It's true. Um, hari tu yang as for Harry, the big one that one. Oh yeah, with the red tie. Yeah, yeah, that was also by Bahati, and Amazing. Bahati has like what styled, Aina Abdul, Datuk Sri Vida. Yeah, wow. amazing people. Um, Kelvin has dress. That's the founder, right? Yeah, the creative director. And next in Vogue, Vogue Closet, the specific segment is about showcasing what is next in fashion, innovations, culture, and lifestyle. And it's actually the first time they've done it in Southeast Asia and Singapore. And also to um com- commemorate, 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 <laughs> lol, um their three years anniversary of Vogue Singapore too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Bahati was showcased there, and then they showed their um, looks. They had nineteen looks in there, mm-hmm. and one of my favorites is um, look number nine, which is a kabaye esque oh, dress so with a signature rose. Yeah, and then that rose has been numerous times in um, Bahati's design. We've seen it on Aina Abdul's that r- rose dress. Yeah, it's like uh, Bahati's signature. Yeah, and then we've seen it on the. Nike collab they did for KFW 23 oh my god I remember that yeah you know it's so like under spoken about that like yeah people don't really talk about that they did a collab with Nike again yeah so which is crazy yeah and what I loved about that kebaya dress is that it bleeds into the bate Mm-mm. yeah and because usually like when you talk about like kebaya it's like the top part the lace top yeah and then like it's the bate, you mm-hmm. know but when it bleeds into it it becomes like a, it becomes into like one shape Mm-mm. which is like something that I've never seen before faham faham I love the fact that people are experiment being more experimental with kebayas now mm-hmm. uh, one example I I I'm thinking of recently is the show Gadis Kretek have you seen it? I have not seen it's it it's a Netflix show starring Dian Sastro Wadoyo who plays Jeng Yah She's my favorite actor from Ada Apa Dengan Cinta, so I had to watch it. Is this a Malaysian or Indonesian? Uh, it's an Indonesian um, series. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, it takes place in the 60s and she's a girl who dreams of creating her own um, tobacco aroma during the growth of the clove tobacco industry back in the 60s. And she's very relentless, she's a very strong woman. So that was not, wasn't accepted during those times, you know, uh-huh. they just wanted to be married off. And everything So yeah That's what the story is about And Because She's very How do I say it? A more A strong woman I guess mm-hmm. Yeah um, Hagai Pakan The costume designer Decided to Incorporate that Into the kebayas He was designing One thing I noticed Is she wore Black kebayas Throughout the series And All of those kebayas That she wore Had a silhouette That was similar to Uh, Beskap or Surjan If I'm butchering this I'm so sorry Which is tra- Traditional Javanese clothing Usually worn by men Okay yeah I've seen those Yeah Yeah so the kebayas Were much more masculine Than mm. usual And they were all in black And the one time She actually wore white Was to a wedding Okay Was it her wedding or It wasn't her wedding So her wearing white To a wedding is Symbolism is, Yeah it's a okay. symbolic of Her uh, That being a turn turning point In her life Okay. Yeah. yeah. So she was like a, a blank canvas all over again. Yeah. Yeah. And then like one thing about like with kabay kabaya, wow, very American right there. <laughs> one thing about kabaya is that um, it's always paired with like batiks and stuff. Mm-mm-mm. So, and then that really reminds me of the another look that I really like from Bahati was the look number eight, which was a crop suit jacket with 
paired with a short batik skirt and then that short batik skirt was actually um, from the Peranakan campaign 2022 and also uh, I remember that in their opening act for KFW 22 the same skirt was worn by the performers and then they like did I think Vogue performances on the on the runway Mm-mm. was really cool Mm-mm. I mean like I would definitely talk about Bahati in the future episode like a really deep dive because I generally no the, one of the reasons why I really Bahati is that it really pushes the boundaries of traditional wear it's true I yeah. love when I love the modernization of traditional yeah. fashion I talked about this in my essay for a computer science paper <laughs> my my teacher actually loved it so I think that's a niche I want to keep exploring yeah and definitely like one of the earliest brands Malaysian brands that really made me go into fashion was definitely Bahati it was really a standout so definitely would keep out on that but another um, fashion moment like in the western hemisphere um, that really I think shook the fashion industry was Sarah Britton leaving Alexander McQueen oh my god yeah yeah so um, she I think last year was her last um, collection before she left Before she left, right? where was she? She she was actually from Alexander McQueen from the start. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she was um, raised in Manchester, and then she studied in Central St. Martins. Mm-mm. She's a St. Martin girly. Wow, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, and then she was referred to Alexander McQueen in 1996. And then after two years, she led for the women's wear in 2000. And then afterwards, uh, she became the creative director after the passing of McQueen. And then um, from after the passing And then until 2023 She became the Creative director Yeah I think that what makes her interesting Is that Berta stands out as a creative director Is that She was able to work with the previous creative character The McQueen himself lah. And then he She was able to like uh, How should I say it Like continue on the DNA Because she's worked with the origin of DNA Mm-mm. But at the same time She was able to continue that the DNA legacy. The legacy And bring it into the contemporary world yeah yeah so her and in- interpretation is a continuation and you know being more agile about yeah the current definitely fashion scene. and then like i think one of my favorite pieces not really from her collection but uh she's um custom did for was um kate middleton yeah yeah My my favorite from Kate Middleton was definitely the King King Charles coronation. Mm-hmm. She wore um custom Alexander McQueen. the The headpiece was so beautiful. Like I genuinely love that crown. Mm-mm. And the thing is, it was um a twin with her daughter too. Oh, that's so yeah. cute! I And, didn't know that. Yeah. Wait, can I see a pic? Is there a pic? Is there a pic? Yeah, a pic also here. Ta-da! And during her um lifetime. In McQueen, she was also awarded uh, Order of the British Empire for her services in the British fashion industry. Right. Yeah, that's why she was able to dress Duchess of Cambridge. I see. Yeah. So, but I'm really looking forward to her future works and where she goes from here, her future projects. Yeah, Kate. Kate also has a long history with Alexander McQueen. Right? Yeah. She wears a lot of his pieces. Yeah. That's so cool. How about you? Any recent updates? Any movies, perhaps? I recently watched The Killers, directed by David Fincher. It's a 2023 movie. And I was doing some reading about uh, how the costume designer came up with the outfits that was worn by Michael Fassbender in the film. Because I was I noticed that he didn't wear, you know, the usual assassin outfits. Like, when you think of, you know, 
assassins what do you think of like hoodie black baklava yeah. black pants all black lah yeah or like a suit like yeah. they're usually standing out which is not the reality of I mean I've never bumped into a real assassin <laughs> but you know usually they stand out or you know they want to they want to make sure that they're the ma- main character in the films but yeah the costume play was interesting because the costume designer Kate Adams um, always worked with the David Fincher previously but this time um, they want to go against the cinema tradition of the si- slickly dressed assassin so they wanted to make sure Fassbender was in um, weird looking clothes he wanted something different um, he wanted something pretty much non-existent so then the killer could just blend into the background of any city mm-hmm. like for example he was wearing um, a German tourist clothes so in, in, in Paris so people wouldn't go near him mm-hmm. yeah he's got this like a Hawaiian aloha shirt underneath because it has a pocket for the iPod which is which is contributional to the character because in the opening scene he was medi- meditating with the Hawaii- Hawaiian shirt on as he was watching across the window of his next target and I thought that was interesting so because Fastbender's character is very meticulous uh-huh. he every decision is geared towards the efficient successful completion of his work the styling choices complemented that yeah and um for example, like nothing would take a lot of thought. Like the killer would always wear velcro or zippers or pullovers, anything that he can just chuck on or anything that he can just buy off the rack from the cities he's in. And um, David actually always mentioned Skechers, which is interesting. I mean, they are comfortable to walk in. Very comfortable. Go to, no thought. Yeah. <laughs> Literally no thought. Like, like I, if, like, I don't even think about buying Skechers. <laughs> <laughs> but it really reminds me of like American Psycho. Mm. Because like Patrick Bateman was also like one to, I mean he's the opposite I guess yeah. of him because he didn't care but he cared. Yes. Because uh, he worked in I guess in Wall Street, so it was a yuppie, um, the yuppie culture where everyone dressed the same and yes. blended into it. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, what's it called? Patrick Bateman was different. He he cared a lot about his um, appearance and everything. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, it has the same theme of like it blends into the. Into the culture that he was in, that's yeah. True. That's true, but I feel like true. another memorable, like, honorable mention for for movies in twenty three was definitely Barbie. One more thing to point out: Kate Adams made sure she, he was always wearing nylon or water resistant, so then the killer wouldn't need an umbrella. That was also something that contributed to the styling. Okay, that's an interesting fact. Back to Barbie. Back to Barbie. <laughs> I'm so sorry for interrupting. No, you're fine. <laughs> I just remember. I was like, wait. Okay, I feel like Barbie dropped a. An atomic pink bomb mm-hmm. over everyone. It was a pink summer in Very Tree. pink summer. Yeah. July. Very pink. Even I went to Barbie movie. I dressed up as Ken. I went with my friend Benisha. Oh, really? Yeah. She wore a Barbie outfit and I was like, okay, I'll go for Ken. So That's so cute. Yeah. Even like for Halloween, like a lot of people wore Barbie too. I know. Even some of our friends. Yeah. Even I did. Yeah, yeah, you did. I wear a Barbie shirt. He ate that crop top. Thank you. How about you? What about fashion shows? The runway scene? Um, For me, I definitely think... Oh, one comes to mind that I think everyone was looking forward to was um, Peter Doe at Helmet Lang. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I kind of liked it. And Wait, that was last year? That was last year, okay. yeah. Okay. Uh, at New York Fashion Week. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. 
um, honestly, it's the right stepping stone into the right direction, and I'm excited to see what he did. Mm-hmm. And I def uh, I did understand the show because uh, it was a nod to because in collection you saw the yellow stripes, mm-hmm. yeah, that utilitarianism in his tailoring, and that was a nod to um, Lang's 2017 New York Taxi collection. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it was just cool because it also like relates to his background being like an Asian immigrant family right and that's also why he incorporated um the poems from in in on earth we were briefly gorgeous by Ocean Vong oh yeah I haven't read that you should definitely read it it's really okay, good yeah. read okay I will yeah so I'm definitely excited cause you know when we talk about like Peter Doe we're known for his tailoring right that mm-hmm. that bareback suit yes oh to die for I think I'm, about her every day the Roman Empire my Roman Empire and then we also know that Emmett Lang has a long um history and his DNA is very rooted in utilitarianism mm-hmm. and innovation yeah so I'm excited where he's gonna take that yeah yeah how about you um, speaking of the paying homages to the New York scene Mark Gong's intern concept um you know the behind the backstory of it is he wanted to pay um, homage is that how you say yeah he wanted to pay homage to the working women scene in NYC think of Andy Sachs from Devil Wears Prada think of Samantha from Sex and the City that's where he drew inspiration from for mm-hmm. the intern concept and since we're gonna see much more of Corp Core in 2024 I think that was a great um, starting point mm-hmm. um, and I hope to bring a we're interns. Of course, we're going to pretend we're a model lineup in the Mark Gong intern <laughs> concept from SS24 vibe to the table this year. And yeah. Yeah, we're interns. We definitely work but not get invited to the annual dinners. Interns at Fashion Week, they, just, they, they, actu- they are involved. But actually, interns at Fashion Week, they really are like in it, you know. Kind. They actually work and work o- overwork. I'd give like two years of my life just to be a part of NYFW vaccines. Actually, honestly, yeah. <laughs> I would, I would. On to celebs. Let's talk about Onika Tanya Maraj, or known as the queen of rap herself. Seriously? As you can see, it's a barb bias yeah. um, segment right here. barb in this car. Nikki for Vogue. <laughs> yes. And yeah, actually, it was the first time I actually bought a Vogue magazine. Yeah, I saw you bought it. We bought, bought it, it together. We bought it at... Oh, yeah, you bought it with me. Yeah, at uh, Eslite. Eslite? That bookstore. We can't even pronounce the bookstore. Yeah. Everything's so posh. <laughs> no, it was a starry <laughs> gallery. I was like, oh, okay. But then it was um, my first ever Vogue. Wow. Uh, yeah. And it was Nicki Minaj on the cover. And I think my personal favorite um, picture from the whole shoot was... Her in the oversized vetment. See, but I can't. Mo, I can pronounce now. We are walking to the year, not butchering these words anymore. Yes, the the oversized vetment jacket in dusty pink, um, with her son Papa Bear wearing yeah. Gucci. That's her son's name. Yeah, no, that's the nickname. nickname. We haven't known it yet. Okay. The yeah. Um, for me, and then Nikki has talked about uh, vetment previously and Mm -hmm. she has talked about this on the Vogue's podcast interview her personal connection with Vetmon on her podcast Uh, she has a podcast? no she has a podcast on the podcast interview I'm so sorry no it's fine what what podcast was it? VOF? Uh, no this was um, Vogue's right 
behind the runway I forgot actually I'm so sorry but she has worn uh, vetmong time 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 and time again I think the most recent one before this the photo shoot was um Barbie's premiere show that gray dress oh yeah with that blonde long hair remember oh yes i remember yeah it was iconic and she was also um included vetmo in her new album pink friday 2 please stream now in <laughs> ftcu at the club up high heels on my tippies dolce gabbana on my uh uh cut me vitamins when i read the uh uh so she played the word vitamins and vetmo to vitamins and i quote her from her apple music podcast okay i'm quoting her we going to call it vitamins cuz we ghetto queen behavior queen behavior but actually not a lot of people actually like that shoot cuz people Why? were like com- like a lot of like people were saying that oh this is not nikki cuz nikki's known for her you know can't look her right she wants is usually the hot pink you know that has been notoriously related to nikki minaj since her inception in the I guess her Pink Friday first album. Yeah. But she elaborated how do can you pronounce that word? Elaborated? Elaborated. <laughs> This outfit um in the podcast interview with Vogue, she was talking about how it has it has been a full circle moment, you know, whether it's her album, her marriage or even her motherhood. Right. Uh all the up and all ups and downs that she has been through has brought her to this current moment which is the photo shoot that she was talking about. Right. Uh, she further explained how this photo was a tearful moment being able to capture this precious moment for her son because you know how children are, you know, they run around, yeah. you know, cry, get it up. But she was able to capture that moment because she cuz um Papa Bear like fell into her and then she he just slept. So they so were cute. able to like directly take a picture from that moment and that made her teary as a mother. I don't have a child, but as a barb, I definitely understand. <laughs> like if I had a child and I was taking pictures, I would be like, oh, you know, you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, Tomin. Yeah. That's so cute. You got daddy fever? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't even the baby daddy. Yeah. So that was Nicki Minaj, guys. Stream Pink Friday too. Mhm. I feel like we should definitely talk about Thai celebs, the Thai win in fashion in 2023. Um, you know, the first big one that I notice is Lisa, her mm, impact with you know Celine and Bulgari, just Blackpink in general. They're giving a lot of access to K-pop idols, being ambassadors for a lot of things. But Lisa in Lisa in specific, you know, Gentlewoman. Yeah, that viral, viral bag. Yeah, I love gentlewoman. Do you have a gentlewoman bag? I have a gentlewoman bag, and guilty. I also have the socks. I'm guilty. <laughs> I'm obsessed. It's so, it's so classic. It's so chic. I think it's fun, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. I, my first Bangkok trip, when I went there, I was like, okay, I'm gonna get myself a gentlewoman bag. That was last year. No, sorry, last two years. Two years. 2022. Summer of 2022, I was. I heard of Gentlewoman. I don't even remember how I heard of it. Maybe I saw like a a Thai actor I liked wearing it, and then mm-hmm. I wrote down. I was like, I'm gonna make sure I get one when I get there. But I feel like circling back to Lisa being in Blackpink, I feel like one of the reasons that I think one of the reasons that we are slowly embracing this Thai win mm-hmm. is that 
when Lalisa did her music video. Oh yes. That moment where she wore like traditional tie. I think I people like so people love that, you yeah. know. And we wanted to see the the tie side of Lisa. I know. Yeah. And I feel like this tie win like with, you know, we've seen rise of Thai entertainment, you know, especially with um actors. For example, we've seen Bright for Calvin, Calvin Klein. Klein alongside Junko and Jenny. Yeah. Yeah, he's the top three. And then we see Apo and Miles for Dior Ambassador. Exactly. Which is a big step. We've never seen that mm. in um, Western fashion brands electing Southeast Asians as ambassadors because we've seen K-pop. Yep. So it's like a K-wave and a Taiwan. Exactly, Kiwi from the Taiwan. The Taiwan is definitely going to establish Bangkok as Southeast Asia's entertainment hub. I think. Mm-hmm. I can I can see that. Me yeah, too. and I feel like the reasoning, according to BOF, it says it could be traced back to the stardom in the entertainment and music industry and has a mass audience appeal. According to BOF, entertainment has an appeal to Chinese audience, and the Thai population is also made up of fourteen percent ethnic Chinese and a higher percentage of Thai mixed heritage. Yep. Yeah, and most of them are able to speak Thai. Some can speak Mandarin, and a lot a of them lot can of speak English. English. Yeah. Yes, I never have trouble when I'm visiting because you know they're so forward yeah and personally I think that it's a great addition to the fashion industry fashion giants are able to see the potential in Southeast Asia and not only not just like Thai it's uh, Thailand itself but yeah. we've seen Malaysians too you know we've seen Mirkin for YSL mm. and then we've seen Michelle Yeoh she won the Oscar and then afterwards she was ambassador for Balenciaga oh really yeah she was on I there had, I haven't seen that you know how I know because I bought the Vogue magazine oh, for Nikki okay, okay, okay. and then the Balenciaga um, um, SS24 yeah and it was like Michelle Yeoh that's so cool I was like eh I need to see that yeah you yeah. can borrow my name thank you so much I'm glad they're giving Malaysians way into the I feel like slowly Southeast Asia is like creeping up now betul I'm noticing a lot of um, influencers and celebrities they're being sent to Bangkok during events like I think Diane Diane Trisha was sent to like she went to Bangkok for the Gucci event a while back oh, wow. she went with Matt Wynn and all that yeah. Yeah. and also like we've seen um Malaysian brands also using this opportunity not only um, Western taking from Southeast Asia but I feel like for example Bonya Mm-mm. just recently announced that Nayon from Twice to yeah. be their brand ambassador yeah. so there's always a phrase for Malaysian brands which is amazing have there been any pictorials right? I've only heard about the announcement uh, it's, it just came out this week oh, as okay. of recording yeah. yeah so I think we'll have to look in future campaigns yeah enough about 2023 we're gonna leave that in the past wrap it up 2024 what 2024 well there has been several sources several people telling what is upcoming for the next year one of the sources is Asha Farisha the local Miss Girl Couture mm-hmm. she said in one of her TikToks that Indices is gonna come up oh you know like 2014 2014 wow. the, that vibe is gonna come to 2024 yeah which is like a in a nutshell it's like a star boy which has been happening right now right but I feel like it's gonna be an elevated version of it oh that's um that's interesting and convenient because it's gonna be like exactly 10 years since 2014 mm-hmm. 
So um, we're, are we gonna see more of the 2014 Tumblr aesthetic, a messy blend between Brooklyn hipster fashion, 70s electro rock music, 90s grunge, um, and it's often <laughs> interchangeably used in the early 2010s culture. I feel like, yeah, because I feel like one of the main pop, I mean, no, not pop, one of the cultural points, mm-hmm. is it right word point? Is that it's related to like pop, it's related to punk, stuff yes. like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I personally find myself like listening to 2010s music again, Me like too. Lord, Lord Pure Heroin. Inject it, inject it right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are ready to be embracing the 2010s again. Like, I think we're gonna see a lot of people use their iPhone 5s again. You know, p- shot on my iPhone 5s. We're gonna take that selfie like in the weird angle with yeah. the Oslo filter. Oslo filters. You know, it, we're definitely gonna be. I think people are gonna be abusing the hell out of. Instagram filters again. Mm-hmm. Oslo, Norway, Oslo, <laughs> Paris, Los Angeles, Buenos Aires, Buenos Aires, yeah. Jakarta. I actually love Jakarta. Really? I think Jakarta. Is. No, Is but it? then do you remember back then we had so many apps for filters? Cam- fil- Camera T sixty. Camera T sixty. Vsco. How did you say it? Visco. Visco. I say Visco. I say Vs. Vs. Visco. I know I Vs. People say Vsio. Like what? Huh? Yeah. But I remember this. Now you're butchering up my pronunciation. Vesco, <laughs> that like very like bluish tint filter. I, I love that. that. I love that. HB one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> HB one. HB two. It was like oh I eat it and I post it on Instagram and people like ate it up. I ate it up for sure. It was either that or the one with extremely high contrast. Oh you do. Like C something C one C two. Why do I remember the filter <laughs> names? It's crazy. I left that app. A long it was, time ago. It's not on my iPhone anymore. But I feel like it's on my 6S. 6S? Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. That, yeah. I had a 6S rose gold. Yeah, that was my first iPhone. That was like such an it girl phone. I wanted the 6S so bad. I had an F5S. I love oh, my 5S. Okay. But when people were, you know, moving on and using 6S, I was like, damn, that's such a good phone. Because that was the first one that was curved. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. That was not the first curved No, one. it was the one... I feel like it was the... No, 5 is the one It was curved But it had like Flat edges Yeah Which is on the current iPhone now Yeah, 6 is the one That was fully it curved It was like fully curved I was like damn that's And it so was good. the white iPhone And it was thinner Yeah She was a skinny girl <laughs> Especially in September The Supercut By Lord Trends Every September It's like a Annual Annual album listening Annual album listening And annual, annual song listening Especially with um, Seasonal depression yeah. And You know When your friends move away And stuff like that Your lo- your hometown friends They move away for school Yeah My seasonal depression album is um, Blue Neighborhood Troy Savan Wow Every fall Wow Every autumn September I would start listening to that album Every single year Like I don't know It's like It like I cognitively go to the album mm-hmm. in that part of the year. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I guess I'm embracing 2014 again. Period. My seasonal depression album is Arctic Monkeys' The Car, which is a very recent album. Uh, and I think they're also commemorating their fans and how far their discography has come. Um, like for example, the song "There Has to Be a Mirror Ball." Oh my God, that means he's gonna stop us. There has to be a mirror ball. 
Is that what it's called? There, there better be a mirror ball. There's a lyric that says, Yes, it is still leaking through the roof. That's nothing new. So, that is an omen? An omen? A prediction into 2024. Mm-hmm. And then also, with the new Hunger Games movie being out, this is truly 2014 all over again. Like, YA dystopia being a thing. I love YA. I love YA. They don't do movies like that again. They don't, Major, not all that. But, you know, people have been talking about it, yeah. And um, do you think we're going to see the British invasion of uh, all over again? A.K.A. the YouTubers, you know? Do you remember? Like, there was, like, a whole family of British YouTubers. I don't think I was on that part of my... Are you serious? That was I. That was so. My significant. 2014 was filled with Minecraft and. Okay, so you were like Dan and Phil. Yeah, I was a Dan and Phil kid. Like for me, like uh, Zoella and. Oh, Zoella, yeah. Joe and Casper. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm wondering if that's gonna make a return. Um. Yeah. Oh, I think one more YouTuber from that one was Smosh. I love Smosh at that era. I actually never really watched Smosh. I'm sorry. You were never that mush girl. I was not. I was not. Okay, how about... I feel like in 2023, quiet luxury or like silent fashion was like a big thing. Do you think it's going to come in to 2024? I'm hoping it dies, but the people who wear it are going to continue to wear it, so... Yeah, I was listening to um, Vogue's... uh, Again, Vogue's podcast is my... My go-to podcast, I guess, mm-hmm. and this podcast is my go-to. Yeah, I listen to myself. Yeah, <laughs> this is terrible. Editors were talking about like they were discussing about like if luxury was going to be in or out mm-hmm. for the year. Mm-hmm. It was a fifty-fifty split position because some people were like, "Oh, I want to go loud. I want to go patterns. I want to go brands. I have logos." But some people who liked it really went deep in it, and right. they say like, "Oh, I think we're gonna continue with this." And we were saying, and they were saying that oh, especially with like, um, the role, and Loro other, Piana. yeah, Loro Piana coming up, like the their upcoming, and no, Loro Piana has always been famous, yeah, but like, I guess the, the recent mention, yeah, the recent mention is it, so they're gonna further, um, continue wearing, quiet, fashion, right, yeah, cool. So what are you looking forward to in twenty twenty four? For me, um, the influence of Asian fashion in mainstream media. Um, Jenny's company opening at Atelier. Wait, she's opening a... Yeah! She's opening her own company uh, called Odd Atelier. Atelier? Atelier. Yeah. yeah. We don't know much about it so far, but I know she migrated all her stuff from YG. And now that Blackpink solos are no longer under YG and just group activities... It's okay, we still have the girls, don't okay, worry. We have this the the discography. At yeah. least remember. And um group group activities are still gonna be under YG. Okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. What am I looking forward to? I'm actually looking forward to Bahati's <laughs> again Bahati's right drop for twenty twenty four specifically. Same because the CNY the has been really good. Like yeah. I really like the like that. Song kit like that Chinese song kit pattern on the traditional clothing. I know, and Oversized. the editorials were so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. Might get one or two pieces. From I that. think I'm definitely buying one. Oh, we should have. We, we should, should go ch- together. Yeah, vlog it. You know. Yeah, we have to vlog it. 
Um, and then also, Solomon's in out, hiking in out. <laughs> you know what we should be looking, both of us should be looking forward to 2024? What? Getting a pair of tabbies. <laughs> we have a podcast name after the shoe tabby. And we don't own one. You don't own one. Maybe we should save up, save up a bit. Yes, we're gonna manifest that into the very near future. Okay. Before December. But if you were to get a tabby, what type of tabby shoe is it? The boot, cowboy boot. I want the flats. I think the flats go with everything. Mm. I would get the loafers actually. Ooh. Oh. But actually, I would get the cowboy boots just because. I like cowboys. So. I think the boots are cool too, but it's just that in this climate, not in this economy, not in this climate, it's too hot for me personally. I can't wait to put my debit card in my. Right. <laughs> and then, like recently, in my TikTok, um, my TikTok shopping cart, I already put the toe toe socks in. <laughs> I was like, twenty twenty four, I'm gonna buy a pair of tabbies Period. in black. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, also watching. Physical prints come back Which is crazy Because I feel like We've always had physical prints Mm -hmm. Like books Magazines But I'm gonna see uh, Excited to see You know uh, Creatives Take that a step further I guess If that's what they mean By physical prints Coming back Um, Yeah Yeah, I think that's it That's it for today's episode Thank you so much For tuning in To the second episode Of Tabby Talks Be sure to follow us On Instagram Pod Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, YouTube Spotify, Spotify, and Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcasts. <laughs> Till then, bye-bye. Bye.